Hi folks, welcome to a TV episode of Movies and a Meal, a podcast where we talk about movies, TV, and more as we eat. Keith there, and I was joined, of course, always by Ben. What's up? <laughs> a little look there, and Brad. What's up? <laughs> I knew that was coming. And this week we're going to talk about the HBO sensation The Last of Us, which just wrapped up its first season. So let's jump right in. Brad, what is this series all about? All right, summary as always, courtesy of IMDb. After a global pandemic destroys civilization, a hardened survivor takes charge of a 14-year-old girl who may be humanity's last hope. That's a pretty good summary. When you said pandemic, I was it, I was minded of the TV show and the, Ellie tells a joke about the pandemic. She's like, too soon? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's too soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me give you some more background on this. So, you know, what, what Brad said, it's based on a 2013 PlayStation... Um, Three video game, and uh, you know it's since spun off a sequel, The Last of Us Part Two, that came out in 2020. But you know it's one of the greatest uh, video games of all time. Brad's IGN gave it a 10 out of 10, called it a masterpiece, and I'm inclined to agree. And so is Brad, right? <laughs> so we had some anticipation watching this, and this is be a good episode because Brad and I are big fans of the game. We played through the game, but Keith has not played the game, so you're just watching it as a TV fan. And I didn't even, you know, I knew it was going to be good, but I probably jumped in like week three, just because I waited to see, but I, I, like the whole world knows, it, it's that good. Yeah. Well, Brad, why don't we start first with you? Why don't you uh, give us some thoughts? And this is full spoilers, because it's out. All right, the yes. off. Spoilers, <laughs> turn away, run away, uh, put your gas mask on now, which... Is not uh, not applicable in the TV show. Yeah, because the the season the season finale was March twelfth. We're recording this on March nineteenth, and yeah. it won't come. This move this episode won't come out till the twenty second. So yeah, so so if you haven't seen it, go watch it now. Like turn it off. <laughs> go go. What are you doing? Why are you listening to us? Go, yeah. go watch the show. But anyway, if you have watched it, thanks for sticking around. I love Pedro Pascal. This he's he's a shoe in replica of Joel Miller. He's hardened by numerous things, but you see in the show. I mean, his actions, his mannerisms. As the series goes on, you can tell that the man he's he's broken. I mean, there's a lot of things wrong with him, but he knows like and just him bonding with Ellie, who's played by Bella Ramsey, is just is wonderful. I've mentioned this numerous times off recording, but they're all just there's no one bad casting, there's no one bad performance. It's all good. I mean, I can't I can't name you one. I mean, I'm sure somebody maybe a little more. Uh, unbiased as me, Mike, but I can't. <laughs> I mean, I just can't. I mean, I could read you off names right and left, which I might later in the episode, but there's not one bad one I have. In the last 20 years, I think video game storytelling has risen to a level that really does rival movies or television shows, and I think that's probably the issue of why we can't seem to get a great adaptation on the big screen. And we've come close to the last couple of years... The gap is closing anyway. Um, you know, Naughty Dog, who made The Last of Us and The Last of Us 2, they also made Uncharted, which is another video game series that is just well-known for its cinematics. And, you know, even Call of Duty 2. The movie from last year didn't quite reach that, but it's still just, like, very well-written and well-acted. And, um, you know, this game and the sequel, it just has these emotional touch points that are fantastic. And even as a guy, I'm, I just, I'm playing through the game again. I've already played it through probably three or four times before and uh, there's just some emotional points that it just gets me every time and what's great about this and I think why it's so successful and why it's probably the best adaptation that we've got so far is that Craig Mazin who did Chernobyl which was well received teamed up with Neil Druckmann who created and wrote The Last of Us 
So there's a collaboration there. You're already automatic guarantee that the source material will be respected in a way. But also, you know, they understand that sometimes they just need to change things for the TV show and they've done it all for the better. So casting is great. I agree with Brad. Just the casting through and through is great. The pacing is great. There was still enough where even though Brad and I played through the game, we're very familiar with the story. <laughs> they either changed some things to keep us on their toes or they added some information that was missing from the video game but mm -hmm. i'm curious to see keith because you didn't play the video game i feel like you're a little bit more skeptical of the series um you know you mentioned that you know you didn't jump in from episode one you know you gave it a couple um mm -hmm. episodes to cook so what did you think just as a person just watching it as a tv show and not worrying about does it match up with a video game although this is unique i don't want to say it's not there's a pretty traditional hero's journey here which i really like and what draws you in is you get not one, but two heroes. And so it really doesn't matter if you, A, play, didn't play the video game, or B, you know, this is nominally a zombie thing. You know, it's not really zombie, but it's kind of, it has kind of horror elements to it. You don't have to, if you think there's too many zombie movies, so what? All the rules are off. And I like that you cheer for um, Pedro Pascal's Joel and Bella Ramsey's Ellie pretty much equally, even though they, even though they bond, they challenge each other. And we won't get till the ending till we, well, I guess we'll it all off. But I like how the ending, you reach a point where Ellie is finally questioning him so much. But I love the way it slowly developed to that. And I rarely see, I rarely have seen a show where I don't know what's going to happen from week to week. And I have no idea. And we'll get into it. But there are characters who are introduced who die almost immediately. But you still feel the impact with every episode. And that's what's a real accomplishment. I think there have been nine episodes so far. They're all unique, and I have not been this surprised by what's going to happen from week to week in the show for a long, long time. Let me follow up with you real quick, Keith, because you and I both watched The Mandalorian, and mm -hmm. Pedro Pascal is still doing this Lone Wolf and Cup thing in a very different level and different tone. So how do you think Joel Miller is versus Din Jordan as far as like Pedro Pascal's performance? Well, it's not just that, you know, he wears the, he wears the hood as the Mandalorian, the helmet, sorry. You know, but um, this is a much better, well-written part. I like the Mandalorian. I love the journey of him and Grogu, uh, Grogu, Grogu, Grogu. <laughs> I, lo I love that journey. And even this season three, it's still going pretty strong. But the, what, the trip that he and Ellie go on just in these nine episodes is so much deeper and Ben likes to call things, and he said that I think that's right. That Patrick Pascal will, will win the Emmy, not just be nominated, be nominated. Even though she's young, I would not be surprised if Bella Ramsey was nominated too, because they play off each other, and that's what makes this character so much stronger for me than the the character of the Mandalorian. The two of them together, but also he just goes his range in this is phenomenal. The episode I think when they meet up with Tommy. And he's just like, I can't do this. Like, I'm too scared now. Like, I, I have kind of grown kind of fond of this girl. And, like, I'm just too scared that I'm going to screw it up and we're both going to die. Um, but um, what about you, Brad? Like, what, you know, you mentioned how you're just really impressed by Pedro Pascal and, and Bella Ramsey. But, like, obviously as someone who played the game... Do you feel like the essence was captured or like yeah, built upon? Yeah, I think not only was it captured, but I think like you mentioned, like they changed some things in the video game story that uh, made it better. Like not only as a TV product, but also just the story in general. Like 
I mean, like how the quarter steps are spread. Like in the video game, it's spread like in the air, like pollen. And this one, it's like it comes through flour and the people eat it. Like the very horrifying sight of like the runners, like how they kind of bond with each other to figure out where people are going or whatever. That's a very scary but very interesting sight. Like in episode three, like Bill finding love instead of the video game, he's like a bitter, lonely man who basically <laughs> his love of his life is... Basically, they they got they didn't agree with each other, so they basically left each other, and then he den- ends up uh, the the not Bill, but the other Frank. guy, Frank, committing suicide. I mean, it's how Ellie is immune. I mean, it it does it, in the game. It's never explained, and in here, it's explained, and it's definitely explained in a in an interesting and a, in a logical way. I mean, there's so many different things that the video game does not explain that the TV show did that I think made it may that either changed it or expounded upon it that made it better. I think that's key for uh, having a guy like Neil Druckmann, who the guy who wrote and is a key part of The Last of Us in there to help the director and all of them out. I mean, it's good that they're working hand-in-hand all there. So so just um, curiosity. So Bill, the character everybody loves, the yes. was Frank a character from the video game? Yes. Okay. But, 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 but did they have that relationship in the video game? They did, but... You don't really see it, like Frank. So it's just spelled out more. Yeah, it's yeah. spelled out more for like hidden items and something. Like basically, the only time you you hear Frank is briefly from interactions between your character and Bill, or basically in the end where you get a letter from Frank, so huh. who who is not happy with Bill. Interesting. Let's just yeah. say with that. So. Yeah. So Bill, the video game is an incredibly bitter, bitter man. You know, part of the video game. You, you scavenge and scrounge for items, and you can also learn more about backstory through, you know, because people will, like, leave letters for each other and stuff. And that's what Brad was saying, that basically it's hinted at that they had a relationship, but Bill in the video game just drove Frank crazy, and he tried to escape, <laughs> and then he got bit, and then he just killed himself because he's wow. just like, screw this. Yeah. Um, so. It's fascinating what they did with that episode three then. I yeah, mean, yes. it, it, yeah. we can all pick our favorite episodes, but that's the one I think that's been the most widely lauded. Yeah. And it's phenomenal. And they even better now that I know that they what they did with it that wasn't in the game. Yeah. But, you know. So like I said, they, they, yeah. made, they made changes, and they made changes for the better. Like, you see plenty of times in video games where they'll make changes and either they won't make sense or they're just trying to, like, like compress, like, three or four games into one movie, which I think, Ben, you told me that's what they did with Uncharted. So... Yeah. Um, so I think what they did with that is very well done. And I think, going back to Bella Ramsey real quick, I think in the video game, she's more, I don't want to say, because she was always, had the foul language. She was always very um, <laughs> off-putting. She didn't She didn't really get along with many people. She got along she with she had the book of dad jokes? She did. Yeah. Yes. That's, I that's, figured. But she's, in the, in the TV show, she's more ruthless. And I've I, Ben and I had conversation about this, about the, um, the first game, but... You find out, because it's like, Ben, after she got bitten, they both got bitten and they're sitting there. It's like, it's never really explained in the video game how she got away or what happened to Storm Reed's character. Okay. And and the way she was doing that, and like in the one, one scene where she sees like the trap affected and she literally just goes and she stabs it and then goes. I mean, she's more ruthless in the TV show than she is in the, in the video game to an extent. And... You find out in the end that she had to kill Riley. They connect the dots more in this, mm-hmm. and and I think it's it's well done. But I, I really love Bella Ramsey as well as Ellie. I think she's mm-hmm. just, I mean, it's just 
she's a shoe in for Ellie in the video game. So I agree with Brad. Like there's a slight divergence. I think Joel in the video game is much more closed off. Ellie melting his heart takes a long time where in this one you know he seems to connect with her earlier but to brad's point too in the video game ellie is her art her heart is much more open and a little bit more wide-eyed and just like wow this is awesome but also foul mouth where there's a little bit more edge to bella ramsey's version of ellie but um you know those are the main people um brad i know you have a whole list i've of got a whole people who are <laughs> guest stars yes so i you mean wanna, you want to mention some other i've got nine names well don't mention all nine mention like your favorite three so you're, or, or you're I, I mean, all of us i mean <laughs> if, if you want to do that it's fine i mean it's like it's like i mean i love storm reed does a great job ashley johnson in our brief appearance does a great job ashley johnson who plays ellie in the video game yeah so she's uh she plays the the mom in there in the last mm-hmm. last episode yeah. i mean I'm sure Keith, you'll mention Melanie Linsky. I mean, mm-hmm. she was awesome in her in a spot that's that's not even a character in the video game. So she does a great job. I mean, uh, Anna Torb in her two episode appearance, she she does a great job. I mean, as um, Tess, I mean, she, she does a wonderful job. And I mean, you already mentioned Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman's great. I mean, it's it's hard to just say like two or three names. I mean, if I had to give a top three guest performance, I think Offerman would be one. I would think probably Storm Reed would be two, and. I, Everybody else I love, but I got to say, Ashley Johnson in her brief appearance is great at three. And I mean, Ben probably might be the same, but... Um, I think I would agree. I would only maybe put Ashley Johnson two and then Storm Reed three. Because Ashley Johnson, only in like seven minutes of airtime, does so much. Uh, you know, again, this is all spoiler. She plays Ellie's mom. Um, we meet her in a cold open in the last episode and as a flashback and she's running through wood. She's being pursued by, I don't know, infected. And she is literally about to have birth. Um, a, a infected person attacks her. She fights her. She fights the infected off, kills him, but also has the baby just inadvertently. And then she also realizes <laughs> that she's been bitten and you know she's going through all these emotions i think like she channels ellie the best when she picks up the baby and the baby's crying and she's just like you fucking tell him ellie and that's exactly what ellie yeah. would say in the video <laughs> yeah. game yeah. and you know she has to play so much because it's just like when meryl dandridge's character marlene finds her it's already too late for Ashley Johnson's character. And so it's just like she's trying to take care of her baby, but she has a knife to her own neck because she knows like any second she's going to have to kill herself in case she turns. And then, you know, she's asking Marlene for this incredible favor because we don't know if this baby could, this baby might turn and yeah. like bite them. And then also just like, you know, she's like, she's putting this on Marlene, but also it's like, we're best friends and I need you to take care of this thing. And also like, you need to kill me. Yeah. Which is just yeah. a lot to and, do in and seven you, minutes. And, and, and you got to good credit to Meryl. Meryl, Meryl Dandridge, who's the only person who is playing the person that she played in the video game. Yeah. I mean, she does an incredible job, too. I mean, you just see, especially in that scene, just you see just the, the angst in her face. Just like She's like, i got to make this decision, and it's and I'm not going to like it, but it's something that i got to do. But it's it's like just the hesitancy of it. I think it's a real good job. I mean, you, it's it's hard to name three great guest spots but like i said because they're all good there's not one bad guest spot for me watching it it's the it's i would go by the shows that impacted me the most so i would put on a tour of number one Mm -hmm. when tess died at the end of that episode i that just i was hooked it blew my mind the best overall arc is kansas city so i would put Monty Lisky number two 
I really though that I love those because that episode five when uh, was it Henry and Sam show mm-hmm. up, that might be my favorite single episode. Okay. Um, that also and Stormbreed number three when you know there's so too many effing haters in the world, I just can't stand it. But with the way they did Ellie's backstory in that um, in that mall and the range of emotions she goes through and this, the journey in that single episode was fantastic. Okay. So yeah, those would be my top three. I wanted to ask you, Keith, again as someone who had not played the game. What did you think of the ending? Well, you know, I texted you that, and you know, and you said to me, I haven't watched it yet, you said, it's a good episode. I would agree with that. You know, every other episode, though, was great. I like the ending. I like how it sowed the doubts that that are going to, I assume, going to take us into season two between Ellie and Joel. But overall, it was a little weak. I I thought the action turned too quickly, and things just... It didn't come together the way the other episodes did. Were you surprised about the turn? So, you know, for the people who don't know, again, like what Brad was saying, if you're listening to this before you watch the TV show, like, I guess God bless you, but, like, you're spoiling yourself? Yeah. (laughs) Trust trust me, if you listen back to an episode of when we did Shazam! Fear of the Gods, you know how much I hate spoilers. If you like spoilers, then you're you're a better person than I am. but, But once again... If you've not watched this and you don't want to be spoiled, you're SOL at the moment. But turn away now because this <laughs> is the ending we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, so to summarize real quick, to build off Brad saying, you know, it's a lone wolf and cub story. Joel is trying to escort Ellie uh, to the Fireflies because Ellie is immune and she could be the cure to solving this whole pandemic. When they get there... Basically, it's decided, even though it's hinted at that Ellie wouldn't be opposed to sacrificing herself, no one asked her. So Marlene's like, we're going to have to kill her because we need to get to the cordyceps, which is in the brain. And so that means killing her. And then Joel, who had lost his daughter at the beginning of the pandemic um, in a very tragic way, you know, this has become his surrogate daughter. So he's like, no, uh uh-uh, we're not doing this. (laughs) And he basically kills the entire hospital and takes her away. And then when Ellie wakes up, she's like, what happened? He's like, uh, you know, some stuff happened and it's all good. And Basically, he's like, yeah, they found other people that are immune. They've finally just given up on it. Yeah. So, and then, uh, and then somebody yeah. else like came and killed everybody and yeah. you know, had to get yeah. her out of there. Yeah. I did like that look on her face. when it, I, You can tell that she knows yeah. he's bullshitting. But I did. I didn't mind that. I didn't. I, I accepted that turn in Joel because it's, it's painted very well that he has this dark side, and he would fight to the death for Ellie, and he did. Yeah. Uh, I did like how you know, even though we know what he did to Marlena, is that her name? Marlene. Marlene. Marlene yeah. You know that is slowly revealed in in in, in, yeah. in, in, in instant backflashes. Yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a well constructed episode. Yeah. You know? And you mentioned that uh, you feel that one's probably the weakest episode mm-hmm. of some nine. IGN thought the same exact thing. They gave every episode a 9 or a 10, except for the last one, they gave it an 8. So I, I agree with that. I know, because I listened to the official podcast, right after the episodes happened, and the creators were basically like, well, Neil Druckmann was like, you know, when we, when we test played the game back in the day with that ending, it's like, if you were single, you it could have gone either way. It's either like you agreed <laughs> with Joel, or you thought maybe he was the villain, but... They said if you had a kid and you played that game, it was always 100% with Joel that he did the right thing. And that's pretty. I don't have any kids, but I'm with Joel. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and, you know, I mean, obviously, without spoiling it, I mean, that his decision has some big repercussions in the second video game um, that we won't spoil. Brad, 
the best video game adaptation we've seen. It's not a movie, so we can't say it's the best movie, but it's no. the best <laughs> video game adaptation we've seen, right? Bar none, TV, movie, short film, whatever you want to say, it's it's the best. It's I think it's sentence. like, this is number one, leave number two blank, and then yes. you can figure out three and four. Uh, probably leave three blank, too. Yeah, so yeah. Then, then well, you guys kind of like five. Uncharted, right? Not great. No. But, no, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, am I right. reading that wrong? It was <laughs> Honestly, it was okay. Same thing with Tomb Raider. It was okay. Yeah, it's like if I had if I had to think about it, it'd be like maybe Tomb Raider, maybe the remake of Mortal Kombat. I mean, it's it's very (laughs) and maybe I need to look back at video games, look look at some lists to come up with some Mm -hmm. comparisons. But yeah, there's not much. I mean, I know I know we'll have something coming up for when Mario uh, when we watch uh, Super Mario Brothers, but. Yeah, I, it's it's going to be rough. I so. think this is the first one that's going to win some legit awards. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have said I think Nick Offerman is going to win probably best um, guest spot Emmy. Um, and if Pedro Pascal doesn't win, he's certainly going to be nominated. And you know, I think when we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I'm not sure Bella Ramsey would be nominated, but I changed my mind. She's going to be nominated. She should be. She nominated. might win. Yeah, she will be. And she, I, if she doesn't win, it's only because they don't like young people. The next season might not come out until late 2024, <laughs> early 2025, which is fine because again, without spoiling it too much, um, Last of Us Part Two has a time jump, so it yeah. might not matter if it's like you yeah. know if Bella Ramsey is older in real life because it you know. And honestly, uh, fingers crossed, they might actually announce a third game. So, sure, sure, sure. Keith, you want to give a rate, uh, rating? I know Ben doesn't usually give ratings on the TV. I'll just say, I'll just say I would recommend it. It's my, yeah. my highest recommendation, I'll yeah. say. I will, and to lead into the ratings, um, I will say, you know, I've been with HBO from the beginning, and I'll tell you where I, this one, I rank this one. I'll do top five. Yeah. The Wire is always number one. Number two is The Leftovers. If you've never seen that, phenomenal. Three Sopranos. Four Watchmen. And I already put The Last of Us number five. Okay. So you can tell, I really like it. I was going to try to knock it down a half star, but I can't. You know, this is a perfect entertainment. I'll go five stars. Yeah. I'm going to go five, too. I, I, like I said, I th- you probably gather that from what I've been saying. I can't find nothing wrong with this TV show. Uh, I can't. I mean, I watch, and I watch some crappy TV shows, trust me. This this is this takes the kid as a great show. So um, I can't really say anything bad about it. Real quick, uh, Rotten Tomatoes critics and audience. Ben, unless you spoiled it, do you want to take a take a crack no, at it? I haven't spoiled it. I think it's pretty much universally liked by everyone. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna shoot super high. I'm gonna go 95 for the critics, and I'm gonna go 99 for the audience. Okay, Keith. Just to be just for fun, I'll go 100 with both. <laughs> Critics ninety six percent, four hundred thirty five reviews. Audience eighty nine percent, ten thousand one hundred seven reviews. And I, I don't know what the eleven people eleven percent is. I'm gonna I'm gonna hope that that is people who really love the video game and hold it to a high standard rather than any kind of hating in there. Yeah, I think, I think if it was that high, I think it's probably people who legitimately yeah. have to, you know have, have real real uh, critique. Either that or they didn't like the episode three with the uh, Nick. Uh, well, that's what I mean. Uh, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't, Bill, think, I don't Bill, think it's that. Bill and Frank <laughs> and uh, the um, the the people that are morons. We'll just say. So, well, well, not morons, but yeah. it's. <laughs> 
people, people who are not open-minded. There you go. We'll, 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 let, we'll be a little more uh, PC about it. If you have a critics consensus, why don't you read that? I also pulled up some IMDb one-star reviews, so maybe we can <laughs> get to the root of this. I always like this. Um, <laughs> I actually don't have a critics consensus for it, so I, I, I couldn't find one for the TV show. Right. So, uh, so if, if you need some time to fill, then um, no, I, I'm just looking at some that aren't so long-winded and tin- <laughs> um, yeah. So. Um, one star. Does anyone really think this is watchable? Unbelievably <laughs> slow and getting worse. Gave up having any interest by episode. Four have left have left on in the background whilst watching my grass grow for episodes five through seven and set an alarm to wake up in a small bit of activity for the last two minutes of each episode. Not always lucky, but hey, who can afford to waste two minutes unless it's raining outside or a car passes and moon pops out, etc. That guy that guy. should not be reviewed for a second season as to allow the cast and crew to pursue other projects that will help revive their careers after this disaster. <laughs> I'm sure they will be untalented, but who knows from this chatty boar fest. Now, that, I, I'm gonna that, tell you, that was done on purpose. Yes, there's no way. That, that was episode, done, that episode was done five. Yeah. The, the, the <laughs> last 15 minutes of episode five, if you didn't think there was action in that, <laughs> then, then, then you, must, you must be looking for a John Wick movie or something. Because that was... No, I'm going to give that person full credit and say they, that was done as purely in jest. Yes. No. I, I, no. I, I believe the term is troll. <laughs> yeah. I am pretty sure that was a... Garden variety mountain troll. So, yeah, yeah, but, but that was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I, I'm, ex- I'm excited and I'm glad it went well. I'm glad they had the fan service. You know, we mentioned Ashley Johnson who played Ellie. Um, Troy Baker, who is a very talented voice actor who played Joel in the video game. He was David's uh, sidekick, um, the cannibal. Got the cleaver to the yeah, neck. Yeah, the cleaver. Yeah, and um, Jeffrey Jeffrey Pierce, who played Tommy in the video game, was Melanie Linsky's lieutenant. Um, and of course, Meryl Dandridge is the only person who played the same role in the video game. And they're all great. I, this, yeah. It's hard to say anything bad about this. Yes, uh, no, except it, except it created people like that review I just saw. Who I don't know. <laughs> Go outside, man. Hey, Hug a tree hey, or something. Hey, I don't hey, know. Hey, hater aid, I yeah. believe, is the 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 mountain troll hater aid. Uh, yeah. Garden Gnome uh, Award goes to uh, you, you, get out, you get out, Mister. Get outside, so, get yeah. some sun, yeah. eat a cookie, so. and just <laughs> do something. I mean, uh, D- uh, Darwin Award uh, recipient might be for, for that guy there. So. Yeah. so why don't we go ahead and wrap this episode up because we're almost nearing almost Last of Us episode length. Um, so, <laughs> Keith, you got some plugs for us? All right. We're, you can reach the movies on emailog at gmail.com. Movies and Meal on Twitter and give us a listen on iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Okay, alright, so for this episode of Movies and Meal, I'm Ben. Thank you. Spread! Peace!